done because we tasted some of the best. The Barefoot Punter, because you've done it for Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host, as always, the Mug, your co-host, the Pope. And, of course, we take our inspiration from the Barefoot Investor. But instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2023 AFL and NRL season. And, Pope, it's a big welcome back to the program to you. Thank you very much, Mug. I won't get too caught up in the introduction. We know the editorial after the success last week is a regular spot on the podcast now, so I'll let you move into this week's editorial, whether it be hot cross buns, not cross buns, whatever the status is over Easter, I'll um, let you get started. There's no editorial this week, Pope, but thank you for teeing it up. Um, the main news is that it's you and I, Mano Mano, uh, this week, uh, Pope. The uh, modeler and uh, stats man have taken some annual leave. Do we do annual leave at the Barefoot Punter? I'm not sure we do, but uh, but they're absent nonetheless. So uh, it's you and I holding the fort, mate. So I'm sure that we can uh, give some value uh, to the listeners, uh, just yourself and I. A little bit suspicious coming off a four-day weekend that they... They couldn't front up on the Tuesday following, but they're both at the same time. But not to be, here we are together, Mark. Very suspicious, Pope. Very suspicious. Um, but that's okay. Um, mate, we, uh, we're we going to crack through it pretty quick tonight. I think we'll find ourselves uh, under the 30-minute zone uh, this evening because I know you, you've got a lovely shirt on. Your brother's in town. You're, uh, you're heading out for dinner. Uh, anywhere special, Pope? No, just, uh, well, along South Bank, so that probably comes with a premium price mug, but uh, on the lower end of the scale. All right, very good, Pumbles mate. that successful over the weekend. <laughs> Excellent. So, uh, so, mate, we'll just recap on that because I reckon you can very well afford to uh, buy a nice meal uh, down in South Bank. Uh, how did you go over the weekend? Mixed fortunes over the weekend. Uh, mug started very well with the Melbourne Storm on mm. Thursday night. They covered the one-and-a-half line at the time of podcast and 13-plus, the mother yep. and myself liked as well. And they did it easily. They were very impressive. Uh, the next game I talked to on the podcast was Saturday night, the Penrith v. Manly game. I liked, the, I liked Manly in that one. I, I was quite strong on that. And they got pummeled. Mm. The Panthers, the defending premiers, two-time defending premiers, put the foot down and flex that they are still the best team in the competition mug. Uh, go to Sunday and again, time of podcast plus two and a half. The Dragons that covered a little bit. If you got that close to jump, that got in about pick or a Dragons favorite. So, if you were on Sunday, you didn't get the price that we had on the podcast, unfortunately. And then, uh, last game of the round, or sorry, I should say, penultimate game of Easter Monday. But I like the Warriors. Mother was very strong in the Knights, and Mother came out in that mano or mano battle. Knights won comfortably. I also tipped up the Overs, which got up. So mixed fortunes. When I missed, I missed big and a couple of others fell my way. So three from five overall from the tips last week, Mug. Yeah. And, uh, mate, for myself, I, I was – I was just two and two again. I, I just can't seem to break the deadlock at the moment. So my season, um, I'm just, I've got my nose in front a little bit, um, but that's probably largely uh, to picking up on some of you boys' bets. Um, but um, yeah, two and two for myself on the weekend. So, oh, well, I'm claiming Carlton. I sent it out to subscribers. We spoke about it on the show at 19 and a half. Um, at the time of recording at the show, there was still some 22 and a half around. So, 
I went back and listened to last week's show and I mentioned 22 and a half. So that, that was available at the time of the show. So if some, if you got that, you'd be happy. Um, if you took the, uh, the later price, you, you would have missed out. Um, I was quite keen on Adelaide Pope. I took, uh, took some Adelaide and um, I was on the Tigers, which for a while looked like a really good bet at, uh, at halftime, but um, not to be. And, uh, and then to round out proceedings, I was on, the under uh, in the Hawks game. So, uh, so I missed out there. So we'll talk to some of these in bad beats in a moment. Um, just to go through the other boys too, uh, Modler and Statsman were, were quite keen on Brisbane and that came through um, really well. Statsman also put up the under there in the, in the Brisbane Collingwood game. So depending if you took that as well, you might've neutralized that result. Uh, Statsman was reasonably keen on uh on Carlton. Um, so again, it probably just depends what line you took there. Um, Statsman was keen on the saints. Uh, he was happy to take on the saints there. So he had a nice little uh, collect. Modler was happy to take on port. Uh, actually, if, if you remember that, so, uh, so he got that one. Um, none of us liked uh, Essendon and Statsman was having a big bet on Melbourne. And, uh, and that came through with some flying colors as well. So, I think if you're able to sort of work your way through some of the stuff that Modler, Statsman, and depending on, on what you took on mine, you might have found a way to be successful uh, over the weekend. But Pope, we need to talk some bad beats because there was plenty in the AFL and most of them impacted myself. Uh, let's talk some bad beats. What did you see over your way, Pope? Mine's is pretty anemic on the NRL side, Mug. So the only one really is the overs in the Thursday night game that we touched on in the first segment. Storm v. Roosters, 38 and a half they got to with some inclement weather around Melbourne and 34 points have been scored by the 48-minute mark. So I think if you're taking that overs even earlier in the week or day of game, like the um, just a slight segue, the weather doesn't impact the points the way it does in AFL. So I think you could comfortably still back that 38 and a half. Um, and that's when Scorey dried up, more or less. There was one more penalty goal, and that was the end of the scoring. So five, six tries in the first 48 minutes and none in the last 32, but um, far more interesting in the AFL, the bad beats, Mug. <laughs> well, we'll start with the one that's freshest in my mind because I was there in flesh yesterday, Pope. I was actually there with the creator of the jingle uh, yesterday, uh, Crazy Cam. So shout out to Crazy Cam. Um uh, 63 points at halftime in the Hawks-Geelong game. We had a bit of moisture and um, it was looking really slippery. And uh, and then Geelong decide to kick just just the 15 goals uh, in the in the second half to uh, to upset that under by about four points in the end. So look it looked like it was going to go over by more at one point, but um, yeah, maybe a bit stiff there. Perhaps I know. Um, I know there was a couple of the boys uh, thought that was a bit stiff. Uh, who have we got? Uh, oh, Wean Dog, I think, uh, felt as though that one was uh, was a, a bit stiff. I oh, know, so he was the Sydney. Uh, maybe it was just myself, Pope, on the Hawks, <laughs> on the Hawks under Adelaide forty plus Pope. So. <laughs> 17 seconds to go. Um, and maybe this was a bit lucky, but um, but I'll talk through it. So Adelaide go uh 45 points up with 17 seconds to go. You I'm thinking, oh, you beauty. This is uh this is looking uh good. 
But uh, of course, no. Frio uh, get one of their few center clearances for the day. Of course they do. Gets down to contest. And the young, uh, the indigenous boy, um, I can picture his face, but not his name. Is it, I'm going to say, War, not Walker, Hayden, Hayden. Anyway, um, he uh, he picks up the ball, puts it on the boot. I think the siren went while it was in the air and he was only at the top of the square. So like half a second in it, goes straight through the middle and uh, 39 points, no 40 plus for you, Mark. So that's, uh, that's a little bit of bad luck. The Carlton line, Juppy was a, a bit sick on this one, and uh, so was Manawar the 16th. He uh, he wasn't too happy either, and I know our very own stats man, I think, got uh, stung by this one as well. So he wasn't happy either. Um, but uh, but if you had followed the Barefoot Punters uh, Sunday night email subscription for just $69 for the year, Pope, you would have been on the early number. You would have had the 19 and a half, and uh, you would have got the chocolates. So if you want that subscription let me know um swans head to head pope uh so if you're on the swans you're 20 points up with about seven or eight minutes or maybe it was more than that but i'm gonna say seven to eight minutes just for this story and uh port find a way to claw back kick after the siren it's going through dicko's in his shed punch in the air he's going yes you are the mighty swans and then they realize that it's uh (laughs) <laughs> that it hasn't gone through. So bad luck. Uh, Dicko, Wean Dog were on that one. Uh, really disappointing for those boys. Tommy had another good one too. Um, Melbourne, highest scorer of the round. But of course, the Cats upset him. And uh, Blake Nell, I was on this one too. Uh, total over Essendon uh, GWS. I think it was 11 goals, 22 Pope. Uh, and uh, and that one doesn't go over. I think expired. Expected score was well over 200. I was on the 200 as well. Um, so that was a bit annoying that I missed out on that one. But um, I think we only managed about 163 points. Expected score well over 200. You go figure. Unbelievable. But um, they were the bad beats for the round, Pope. I don't know if we've had a more elaborate AFL-only section for bad beats. That's uh, That was prolific this weekend. Well, it was easy to recall uh, all of them, Pope, because I was on all of them. So uh, it was... Uh, it was pretty that's pretty close to my heart, some of those. <laughs> but uh never mind. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Um Pope, are we ready to talk some games? Let's do it, uh, Mug. Gather round as the starting point. So uh this will be interesting and I'll have a few questions for you along the way, what that means mm. for how you come up with your lines for this game as well as a little bit of precursor. Yeah, cool, man. First game, and we've got an interesting one in terms of betting. It's Pickham, eighty-seven each side. Mug, Crows, the home team for Gather Rounds, uh, hosting, I guess you'd say, Carlton mm. at 7.40pm on Thursday night. For anyone that pays attention, and maybe not that many people, um, to what I put on Twitter, I said on this one, shop early, and the price was around six and a half, or the line was at six and a half, five and a half when I mentioned that uh, on Twitter. And um, I think that was a good number um, for Adelaide. Well, obviously a good number because it's come in to pick. Um, so happy to be on that. Jeez. I, I, oh, I think... Um, I think uh, Tab have actually moved uh, Adelaide into fave, actually two point five. So I don't know if that's on the McKay news. They're 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 following that and 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 have that before Toppy. Toppy is still uh, got Carlton two point five there. So interesting four point gap alone uh, just in that market. Um, but um, I probably 
I've been I've been potting the blues and it's um uh I I think I just want to be with Adelaide here, Pope. Um not as keen, obviously, now as it's gone to pick, but uh if you're really twisting my arm about which way to go, I'm happy to take the home side here. Mark, in this game, given the unique nature of Gather Round, do Adelaide get the full freight home ground advantage for you here? Yeah, I, I haven't altered my um, home ground advantage for what I would normally apply um, here. Uh, this one's at the Adelaide Oval, so I see it as a fairly normal um, fixture. Yeah, there's going to be more noise. Yeah, there's going to be more media, you know, potentially a bigger crowd, um, all that stuff, but doesn't um, doesn't impact the way I, I've, I've, I've applied my uh, home ground advantage here. Yep, super. Uh, early on Friday evening mug, we have the Dockers v Suns. Both teams under the pump a little bit this week. The Dockers are five and a half point favourites, dollar sixty-five head to head at Norwood Oval. Geez, I'd be hard to be on Frio as a favourite here. Um, I, I think for these next few games, and I'll come back to this at the end of the segment, uh, Pope. But um, going to be a bit of weather around, so. You're probably going to struggle to get me on uh, the bigger favourites here, uh, just because I think this weather brings it a bit closer together. Um, this one is at one of the smaller grounds, so this is at uh, Norwood, um, so a suburban ground. Um, so it just tightens things up a little bit. I think Frio play the chip chip. So on the on the you know on a suburban ground, does that go as well as what it would on, on the big open spaces at, at Optus? I'm not so sure. I hope I've got my math right and, and not, someone might uh, write in and say uh, Nor Norwood's actually bigger than, than, than all of those grounds, Mark. <laughs> but I, I can't imagine it is. Um, Suns are... Uh, I just can't be with Frio, Pope. That's probably that's probably more my angle here. It's just struggled to be on Frio at the fave. I think Suns off the loss uh, will come back pretty hard. Um, mate, if I'm betting here, there's only one way I'm betting and that's on the Suns. With uh, weather around, is there any angle on the total points there, or to me, oh, unknowns at Norwood? Mate, has to be has to be an angle on the total points. I think they're they're predicting Pope. Uh, I was having a look at this before. They're predicting ten to twenty mils of rain uh, on. You know, it's maybe a little bit far out. You know, still a few days to play, but um, ten to twenty mils of rain on Friday. Um. 10, 10, to, oh, 10 to 20 mils again on the Saturday. So that's a lot of rain, Pope. And, um, you know, it's maybe a little bit difficult to understand the exact timings of when that's going to hit just yet because we're still a little bit far out. But um, but I think with that volume of rain and um, and the volume of games that, um, you know, these grounds are going to be copying, um, they're going to be getting pretty chewed up. What do we got? We've got one, two, three, four. So by the last game on Saturday night at Adelaide Oval, that'll be the fourth game in, you know, three or four days on the Saturday night at Adelaide Oval. So, mate, I think, yeah, we got to be on the unders. We've got to be having some multis for those Friday and Saturday games uh, in particular. Yeah. So so I, I've, I've had a bit of a go. I probably left some on the table. I'm sure it was better better numbers earlier in the day. And I'm sure some astute people got onto those. Um, but, um, but yeah, mate, I've, I've got stuck in um, to some, some multis and so on. Yeah. Nice early nugget for the listeners there, Mug. Well, we'll go to the second game on Friday. Tigers uh, playing the Swans. Tigers 11 half point underdogs, 
$2.45 and the Swans $1.52 head to head. Yeah, I was keen keen on the uh, sw- I'm keen on the Swans. Full stop. I think um, I think the Swans win this. Um, Buddy's out, which I, I think is an interesting uh, omission. I think that's actually good for the Swans. Um, let Lo- uh, let Logan uh, McDonald let Amati have a have a go by themselves. Get Papley around the feet, Mil- um, Heaney around the feet, and um, yeah, get the, get the big Budwar out the way. He's sort of been. Uh, Anyway, he's such a presence, you know, he takes a good, de- good defender, all that stuff, but I actually think he's clagging them up a little bit. So uh, I think that's not such a bad thing. Uh, they lose the McCartans, which is a bit of a blow, um, but Richmond have got their problems, Pope. You know, they've got uh, Lynch, who's been their best forward by a long way. Um, Rewalt comes back in, but it's still a downgrade on Lynch. Uh, they lose Graham and they lose Nank, uh, who is a very, only the Richmond supporters will probably know how important he is to them. He's a real uh, heart and soul man, um, a real clubman, a real leader. And uh, I think they miss his strength and presence around the ground. Uh, so I'm with the Swans. Bit tough to come into the 11 and a half now, Pope, especially with the weather. Um, but um, but I wouldn't be... Um, you know, if someone wants to put the Swans in a multi or, or even just take them flat out, I think the dollar fifty something, or you might get slightly better on Betfair, couldn't turn you off. Yeah, it's uh, good until they're mugging. I, I didn't quite, wasn't quite aware that Richmond had so much uh, personnel issues there either. Uh, Saturday afternoon, we head to the, the Adelaide Hills and Lions are 29 half point favourites, dollar fifteen. Kangaroos, uh, $5 head to head. No interest here, Pope. I, um, I'm pretty much on market, and you've got a few moving parts here. I'm, I'm not sure that Lark you'll get up had a look like a hip pointer uh, on the weekend, so not sure that he gets up. Um, McKay, I think they're in tribunal at the moment, so don't know if he's coming in. Uh, Logue comes back, which is good for them, but um, no play for me here, Pope. Lovely. Uh, we go back to Adelaide Oval, Saturday Twilight, and Demons and the Bombers. Demons are 24 and a half point favourites and $1.26. Bombers are $3.70. Looks like this is anticipated where the weather might kick in too, Mark. 159 and a half total points in this game. Yeah, so that bigger line. I mean, Melbourne put some stink on teams. There's there's no doubt about that. They they like to uh to to run up some points. So maybe the 24 or 23 or whatever it is isn't too bad. Um but uh Mark. Bit, bit of a watch here, Pope, on uh, some injuries again for Melbourne. Lever and Hibbard were sore um, from, from the weekend. So I probably just want to see teams, see where that in, ends up and um, make a decision then. But at this stage, Pope, I, that's not a game that I'm really excited about, Essendon and Melbourne on, on, at the line. Just had a little bit of technical difficulty there, Pope. I think the internet dropped out again, but uh, mate, where are we up to? Who would have thought I'm having technical difficulties? Uh, uh, Saturday night, the marquee game, I guess. Port Adelaide are 11 and a half point favourites, $1.52, and the Bulldogs, $2.45 head to head. Yeah, I was quite keen uh, at the line at the opening around about that 10 and a half. Oh, my keen, I'm at 15, Pope. My keenness is actually with the weather now has probably dropped off a little bit. Uh, I just think that ground on Saturday night is going to be so chopped. Um, so, you know, uh, 
you know, do I want to be on the two goal, uh, two goal line? Uh, not so sure, but, um, but, but my, my lean definitely is here to port again. <laughs> People must just, uh, well, they know I hate the dogs, but, um, but <laughs> I'm always potting the dogs. It's cost me two weeks in a row as well. Um, <laughs> but, um, and you could accuse me of loving port too much as well. Um, so, Take that with a grain of salt, uh, perhaps, listeners, uh, because, uh, yeah, um, either at either end of the spectrum, overrate port, underrate the dogs. Um, I've got it a bit at, uh, at what are we, 10 and a half, Pope, was it? 11 and a half, yeah. 11 and a half, yeah. I've got it a bit at, at 11 and a half. Um, but, yeah, with the weather, not as excited as I was. Um, we go to Sunday afternoon, and if the ground was chopped up Saturday night, Mug, it might be... In some state, come 1, 10 p.m. on Sunday, the Cats are 42.5-point favourites against the Eagles, and yeah. the 1-3 Cats are five favourites. Yeah, I'm on it here, Pope. Um, probably don't, again, probably don't have a lot of interest in this one. I mean, the Cats... The cats probably should just come out and belt them again, but could be weather, could be could be choppy ground, so nothing for me here, mate. Super. Uh, Sunday afternoon, back to Norwood, Mug and the Giants are 16 half point favourites against the Hawks, who are $2.80 head to head. This is one um, that I can't work out here, Pope. I'm a mile away from this from this market. Like I've I've really potted uh, my Hawks here. And um, and I was looking at the models. The models are really low on the Giants as well. Markets at 16 and um, yeah, mate, I, I'm I'm nowhere nowhere near it. I I, I want to be uh, with the Giants here, but I actually don't think there's any rush. I think we can wait a little bit closer and maybe even get a better price. Um, but I'm I'm with the Giants here, Pope. So just uh, market watch here, guys, and um, and when it gets a bit closer, let's uh, let's be taking the Giants uh, because um, yeah, you just can't have my my Hawks. I think this number could get down a few more points, um, and at a two goal number. Happy to take the Giants here. Yeah, nice. It's a uh, very good intel mug. Uh, final game of the round, intriguing one too on Sunday mm. evening. The Pies and the four and zero Saints, and Pies are fifteen and a half point favourites. Dollar forty two Saints two seventy two. Opened up at seventeen and a half, um, so that was uh, sitting over at um, three six five. Uh, I grabbed a little bit of that early. I still think the fifteen and a half is bettable, Pope. I think you've got to be here with the with the outsider, as we've spoken about already a couple of times. A lot of weather for the weekend. Uh, it's going to be um, chopped up grounds, and um, I think uh, I think we just got to be uh, be with with the outsider, be with the Saints. Um, that's it. Mum, probably the, the other one, I know it's hard first first time up for gather round, but is there anything unique that you think or muted that might happen? Obviously, magic round in the NRL as some sort of um, precursor or, yep. you know, try to relate the two, carnival type atmosphere, what that does to yep. the game style. Is there any views on what that might do to gather round? I don't think we see any major shifts at the big, like, I think the big thing is the weather, Pope. You know, it's going to be it's going to be wet, so that probably takes anything away. I wouldn't have said uh, that there would be like say say the weather's normal. You know, it's a normal day. I wouldn't have thought the games at the Adelaide Oval are overly different. Maybe there could have been a slight angle on the over. You know, there's a big crowd, people want to impress, all that stuff. I don't I don't know, but I to be honest, I don't think that would be a big angle. Where I do think uh, that there's an angle, and uh, some people might think I'm crazy, but um, 
I've heard Matty Richardson talk about this before, actually. Uh, he has a theory that uh, it's harder to kick goals through the big sticks at the MCG that, because the sticks are a lot bigger than what you have at your suburban grounds. I think there's something in that. I, I've played suburban footy and uh, country footy. I've played with blokes that would just kick nine goals, one, 10 goals, 10 goals zip or whatever. I, I, I honest to God feel as though there's better accuracy in some of these full forwards out in these uh, country and, and suburban leagues. And I think there is something to be said about the size of the goalposts. <laughs> For some reason, it's uh, not as intimidating. So um, I think there was potentially an angle there on overs at the suburban grounds. Um, but in saying that, I think that's probably been eroded by the fact that the weather's going to be so bad. So the angle would have been to be on the overs at the suburban grounds, but we'll scrap that because of the weather. I think there's another thing though, Pope, there's another angle and it's similar to our Ballarat angle. And you can get a howling wind in Ballarat that goes from one end to the other and uh, and really impacts scoring at one end of the ground. I haven't had time to look at the uh, orientation of some of these grounds, but I know there's going to be a fair bit of wind. So if you're... Uh, a bit of a sicko and you're watching all of this football on a Saturday afternoon, uh, you know, your two o'clock game, your three o'clock game, your four o'clock game, or wherever these suburban games are. And you see the, the toss of the coin and you see old mate points in a certain direction. And you know, the wind is howling in that direction. Uh, get on and start snapping up those first quarter lines. And uh, I think there's an angle there, Pope. Um, I, I've already, there's going to be some like 20, 30 kilometer hour, of wind, you know, winds. If that's biasing towards one end, um, there's definitely uh, an angle to be had there. Um, especially, you know, the bigger stadiums where it swirls around, you know, not as much, but in these more open suburban grounds, I think there's an angle to be had there. The other angle that you've mentioned, Ballarat, Previously, two muggies like betting as well for when there's a wind, wind-related factors, isn't it as well? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so so back the other way. At sometimes you can get back the other way at quarter time or or three quarter time, you know, half time, three quarter time. When they, I, I don't think, you know, and you know how the game works, Pope. Sometimes you got the the young bloke in there that's just going off the model and he's not necessarily adjusting the the digits as much as he should be. Sometimes uh, you can uh, you can get a, a little bit a little bit there, you know, and they don't realize that it's happening until it's happened sometimes. So um, there can be something there for sure, mate. Oh, that's definitely one to watch for over the weekend. There's the weekend continues and we understand it uh, conditions a little bit more uh, across the nine games. All right, Pope, that's a little bit about the AFL. Let's get over now and talk some of your game. Let's get to the NRL. And uh, we've got a few games that we want to talk to here. So, mate, I'll tee them up for you right now. The first one we're going to, um, we're going to Roosters and the Sharks. And, uh, and mate, that's the uh, that's the first Friday night game. So, Sharks at home here, um, $2.12. Uh, Sydney uh, Roosters, $1.72. And, uh, uh, we've got a sneaky line there of two flat with a bit of juice there too, Pope. Uh, what side do we want to be on? Well, I thought I'd be on the home team here. The home underdog was prided in my numbers where I thought I'd be. But when I've punched, punched the numbers, uh, Tedesco back, uh, Finucane out, that's probably weighed a little bit in my mind, Mug. But I'm on the roosters here. I think they're a good team that... We're poor last week, but I don't. I think they'll bounce back here, um, and I think there's a few factors that will suit them, even though they're away from home. So this has moved in the direction of the Sharks, and I like the minus two here. 
uh, on the roost. And I, I could have a little bit of 13 plus here as well. Oh, okay. That bit of confidence to start the show, Pope. I, I like the sound of that, mate. And uh, you got us off to a good start with a 13 plus at last week. So uh, I love to hear that one. Um, the, the other one here too, Mark, I'd probably like more is the over points at 40 and a half. That looks like a dry night in Sydney and Sharks have been in prolific points games in all five so far this year that they haven't played in a game that's been below 44. So I think the over 40, half, 40 and a half is a great spot here. Um, and I'd probably find some alternates in the mid-50s as well here. This this could turn into a shootout in day, starts in sort of day conditions, which obviously um, help points as well. And question then for you, Pope, if every single game um, for the Sharks has gone over 44, what's what's holding the bookies back there? Has the Roosters been a poor scoring team this year or what's what's holding that line down? Or is that just lazy bookmaking or what's happening? Yeah, I, I think more the I think more the latter, Mug. I think it's a little bit of legacy pricing, like the median or the um, the band of prices is very low in NRL. There's probably only eight gap point gap between um the lowest to the highest in most instances. And in that, you can find some value there. I think it's just sort of Friday, 6 o'clock, this is what we think it is, regardless of conditions all the teams playing. So I think it's a little spot, similar to what we identified with the Titans game a few weeks ago, that it's a bit of a generic number without maybe taking into consideration all the factors. Okay. All right, mate. I love it. Uh, that's a big play first up in that game then. Okay. Uh, good stuff. Mate, next one. Um Manly Seagulls um, at home at Brookvale, a pretty big outsider against a fairly rickety Storm. Uh, I know Storm had a good win last week, but that is a surprising number to me. Uh, Storm, four-and-a-half-point favourite, uh, Pope. Um, talk to us here. I'm with you, Mug. I've re-rated Storm. They're now my second-best team in the comp, and I've downgraded Manly significantly. And I'll still have Manly a bet here. So mm. I think there's a fair bit of value here. They're, they've got concerns they need to address. They're leaking points like a sieve at the moment, Manly. But I can't get this to four and a half. A um, little bit up here, people too, with the storm with personnel. Munster's gone back to fullback with Meany out. So while, you know, he's still a gun and he'll be fine at fullback, it's not how they want to play. They want him at 5'8". So that's got some negative implications for the storm. I like Manly here and I'll be on them head to head at 240 as well. Yeah. Nice Pope. Okay. Thank you, mate. That's a, uh, a good one. And um, the modelers Knights Pope, um, they're going all right, aren't they? They are going very well. They uh, possibly, possibly form time of the competition. We've got 525 here for the Knights at home. And, um, Penrith Panthers uh, got to be unbackable at dollar sixteen, uh, fifteen and a half the line. But I won't talk. I'll hand it to the expert. Uh, can we come into the short price here, Pope, or do we want to be with the home team? No, we're on the home team, the informed team of the competition here. I'm well short of fifteen and a half on this. So a little bit of buy beware. I, I'm not sure I've re-rated Penrith well enough on back of the last two weeks. Um, the fact that belted Canberra and then Manly, but I still, man, Newcastle are going really well. Um, they lose their hooker, which is going to have a negative impact for them, but I'm, I'm close. I can only get to about 11 maximum. So I think, I think they're great value here for the plus 15 and a half the Knights. 
Yeah, nice. Okay. All right. Well, that's a, that's a big one. 15 and a half points at home. Um, excellent Pope. Um, and I'm sure Modler is, uh, he'll be listening and um, I'm sure he'll be very happy to hear that you're with his Knights as well, Pope. Uh, and the last game of the, or the last uh, game from a betting perspective that we want to speak to anyway, Pope, it's, um, it's Parramatta. And uh, it actually is the last game. Last game of the round, Parramatta Eels, $1.45, hosting the Dogs. And uh, we must have about four or five. No, we've got seven and a half. We've got seven and a half here uh, at the line, Pope. Uh, take us home, Pope. Uh, who wins this one? Well, a little bit of what you said there, four or five is where I have this number mugged. So I'm, I'm on the Dogs here. They have been beaten up with injuries of late and the loss at O'Carr for a significant period of time after that nasty leg injury that he obtained on Friday afternoon. But they do get players back. They get three starting forwards back. Um, and Para, while they've got a couple of DCNs themselves, Margot, I don't think they've done too much to be seven-and-a-half-point favourites, really. Uh, they're two and four, and Canterbury have been plucky um, in most games. So I like them with the big start here at seven-and-a-half. I'm on the dogs. Yeah, nice, Pope. Okay, that's an excellent set from you, mate. So we're with the Roosters, uh, we're with Manly, we're with the Knights, and we're with the Bulldogs over there. And uh, I think just going back to uh, recap the AFL, um, I'm with Adelaide. Um, I did like the early number, but I'm I, if you're twisting my arm to have a bet, Pope, I'm on Adelaide. I'm with, uh, I'm with the Suns. I'm with the Swans. No play in those games. I have a lean to port, but with the weather, not so keen. And um, and market watch uh, Pope here on the Giants. I think that number might even get a bit closer. And when it does, we're, we're backing it. And um, St Kilda at the number. Uh, so that's the AFL uh, set for the week. Uh, unders Friday, Saturday, get stuck in. Uh, have a look at those. Live options with wind in suburban grounds. Uh, be smart. Have a look at those. And... Um, I think there's plenty of betting uh, between you what you've put up. You're really keen on that over two Pope with the uh, in the um, in the Roosters Sharks, Sharks game yeah. as well. So, look, plenty on there for the listeners. Plenty of bets to be had, uh, Pope. I think we've carried the show pretty well tonight without the other boys. Um, so, with that being the case, I'll put it over to you to sign us off. A little bit of a fast food addition tonight, wasn't it, Mug? Bit what T20 compared to our usual test match. However, listeners, gamble responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win.